got a weird uh setup today it's, well, it's not weird we haven't had a guest in a long time and today we have a f- former boss of mine man i've known for a long time you realize we've known each other for a long time right like it's been like 10 years yeah decade. Yeah, about a decade now it's crazy but anyway we got mr tom bacon <laughs> how you doing buddy I'm good, man. Just busy being. Yeah. Doing my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Traveling a lot. Staying busy. Working. Working. Lifing. Traveling. Lifing at pro status. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I, this past year I've been, uh, I like that I haven't traveled (laughs) because, uh, it's been able to afford me many other things, you know, rather than the travel, but those experiences uh, I really do miss. Yeah. Yeah. It was tough. Right. So we bottled it all up. And then as soon as we kind of got the open door, we were gone. We were ghosts. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. So just especially this time of year, man, we want to get out of the house as much as possible. Right. So it's been, yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. Nice. And the experience has been rolling in. They've uh-huh. been really, really good. So yeah, it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready for us to start traveling again and getting out there. Carmen can't wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What about Detroit? I thought you got invited back or something like that i thought i heard yeah i went back to detroit right before i started this new job that i have um to visit family because i knew once i started in the summer season i wasn't going to be able to to travel in the middle of the summer so uh yeah i mean but detroit is not a necessarily an experience (laughs) i'm from detroit so it's just uh going back to see family and things like that sure sure yeah, uh, we we're vaccinated folks. You know, Good. congratulations, we, you made it. We made it through. It was uh, an experience for the both of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. Oh, I I turned out fine. You know, I uh, I woke up and I I was like, man. After the second shot, I woke up and I was like, man. I don't know if I'm just tired <laughs> because I just woke up <laughs> or this yeah. is something. So I went to work, felt good. You know. Uh, uh, yesterday was the day after. Uh, felt good. Went to work. Uh, came home. Oh, and I was just, I was like, well, now's time to rest. And I pretty much just came home and relaxed and went to sleep. And then I woke up early and I felt very refreshed. I feel like after 12 hours is when it hit me the hardest. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went down hard after like half a day. So I got it in the morning and then that night I was just done. Was there was it. no, no nothing going on. I slept for about 12 hours and I felt good after, but it's, it's crazy how, I don't know how hard it hits you. I didn't realize it was going to be that kind of tough. I think of myself as kind of capable of managing most things. It right. Knock me on my ass. Uh-huh. You know, so what are you going to do? It's like, what is going on? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if mine was as bad as uh, yours was, but uh, yeah. I definitely felt it after it was, I got mine around 
4.35 Wednesday, and right. I was fine. I woke up in the morning, Thursday morning, I was fine. And I talked to my mom, and I was fine. And around, like, 11.30, I was like, oh, shit. And I tried to walk to the store, and I barely made it. And I was like, all right. So you had the same adverse reaction. Yeah, I didn't have a good reaction to it. And uh, it lasted for a while. The next morning, I felt okay. Um, so Kurt's just... Strange, but at, no, yeah. after the first shot, though, after the first one, I was dizzy like all day and kind of confused. Huh. Like, that's generally my natural state. No, it's not. But, <laughs> but you know, it, it seemed, uh, you know, pretty, pretty intense that day for sure. Oh, and and he got the COVID arm. Yeah, the he COVID told arm. me that he got some kind of rash, right? <laughs> it was like a week after the, the first shot. Uh, uh, I it, it was it was a hot. It was rashy, but it was swollen up, like it just swelled, and it was it was delayed like a week later. You know, yeah. it's like now we're kicking in. You know, we we got you now, yeah. <laughs> you damn yeah. virus. Yeah, and then <laughs> Kirk doesn't Kirk doesn't like to tell me when he feels sick or anything like that. He hides it, so I didn't right. realize his arm was like that until he happened to show me days later, and I'm like, "What the <laughs> fuck is that?" Yeah, it lasted about a week. Yeah. Elevated extra muscle, just looked like you had massive arm for the yeah, day. Yeah, you know, I did. I did a push up that day. You know, yeah, one handed, so, one handed. Yeah. You know, some <laughs> Nick Cage, Red yeah, Walk, sick. Rock West. I believe he was doing the one arm push up. Do you think you could actually do a one arm push up? Uh, you know, if uh, if I was standing on my feet and then you know, <laughs> against the wall, <laughs> against the wall. Yeah, that's how I do mine. It's so much easier. I mean, come on, you sweat less. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> that's awesome oh man tom uh, i'll have to send you this photo but uh um i with myself getting older i've started to sweat in places i didn't used to and Hopefully. and it started very small and it you know <laughs> but but uh wednesday was like the first like hot day we had and it hit the 80s you know that's pretty warm for maine sure and it was a little muggy a little humid and i sweat out my ass about a gallon and it, it was <laughs> it my pants i'll say I'll, I'll text you the photo my pants were disgusting they were i, I had to it. come i had to come home on my lunch break and change because i was like i can't i can't live like this you know, <laughs> you start carrying some powder around with you, man. You're going to chafe up. And yeah, you need that that's, uh, Yeah, I couldn't believe your pants look like that. I'm like, people can see that. People can see it. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine it didn't look that bad until I sat down in my car and drove home. Oh, my you know? God. <laughs> Did you have the wet spot when you got out of the car? The whole just two perfect butterfly ass cheeks in the back. <laughs> that's just, right. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Lovely. Yeah. That's so neat. I yeah. mean, you know, whenever whenever we were on Catalina, I got a little if I was sitting if we ate lunch. Yeah. Right. And I sat in a chair and I didn't like adjust before I sat up, there would be like a nice little like ass streak line, you know, where just like the, the rainforest that is my crevice. You know, just just was producing fluids, you know. So, <laughs> you know, that that was in my 20s. But now that I'm in my 30s, it's just gone, man. It's just, a, you know, it's free for all. It's a monsoon. Exponentially worse is what you're telling me. Exactly. exactly. Look, that's the thing. It's not like women don't go through the same thing. The difference is I'm going to go to the bathroom every two minutes to make <laughs> sure that that doesn't happen. 
So you have to go to the bathroom, and it is what it is. You got to go every two minutes. Mm-hmm. If someone asks you, say my ass sweating. What you want me to do? My ass is sweating. What do you want oh. me to do? Yeah, yeah, girls, like girls that. have girls the whole. My tongue. Girls, girls have the whole period appearances. thing. Guys yeah. can kind of get away with just being nasty for half the day, right? And right. Go home and clean up after that, maybe. Well, back back in the day when I was an engineered wood specialist, and you know I was cutting some LVLs <laughs> and uh, you know driving forklifts, I could just throw the sawdust on my seat of the forklift. It was right. it would dry everything out. You right. know, so it, it it didn't look so bad. Was practical. Yeah. You were using right. You were just yeah, recycling right. those materials. I like it. Repurposing. Like it. You know, reduce, reuse, yeah. recycle. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Great. Great. Captain Planet. Yeah. yeah, I made it to the second R. You know. <laughs> do you remember that day you said that at the bar and that lady got all weird about it? What did she do? Kirk goes to the bar and he tells he says at the bar, I'm the pipe piper of engineered lumber. Oh yeah. Like an yeah. R. Kelly reference. And the lady was like, That's not okay. And, this- and I'm like, shut the hell up. <laughs> these these girls are gonna jump you off this bar. I don't think she really thought that it was an R. Kelly reference. But you know, she just being like the Pied Piper, he stole children, right? Yeah, she didn't, <laughs> she didn't like that the reference. references he would take kids? Yeah. like yeah. R. Kelly was? He, I'm not familiar. Well, R. Kelly, yes. He was like, uh, he had like a quote-unquote dunge- dungeon of like people. Is that true? Yeah, like that's why he's in jail right now for yeah. messing with He would with urinate me. on kids is what I heard. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. The extent yeah. of my, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he married <laughs> Aaliyah when she was 15 years old. So Did he should have been in like jail then. Sandpipe and bring her in and the whole deal the whole thing yeah well he called himself the pie piper that's the thing he like put it in everyone's face for a long yeah. time before it, he finally is it step in the name of love is that the name of the song no uh it's actually well, it's... a song he did with omarion and uh b2k and he, at the beginning of the song he said it's the pie piper of what r&b yeah <laughs> wow yeah yeah so, you know, R. Kelly, you know, luckily, uh, you know, he, he well, not luckily, but he lived in a point where kind of like a, a Cosby type thing where he just couldn't get caught for what he was doing. Because he made, he did, cause he made right? good music. And still to this day, my mom still plays his music and does ballroom to it. Everyone still listens to it. Like, he has some of the best ballroom songs out there. So you play them at barbecues, at parties. What you going to do? <laughs> he has good music. Well, what was like the opera that he did? Didn't he do like a, not an opera, but the like a really scene. elongated song with a video, and there was like a movie. <laughs> yeah. There was like a midget trapped in the or closet. something, and yeah. then like trapped in the closet. Oh, trapped in the closet. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I feel like we watched that together. We, I, I don't think we were in the same room, but we were watching it at the same time. I think you were in your room, and you were probably watching it with Jordan. And then you, okay. you came over, and then you're like, you gotta check it, and then you look, and you're like. Oh, you watched it too. This is a crazy, right? And it was bananas, man. It's ridiculous. Yeah, was, it's it's like three hours long, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's know? like two parts. Yeah, wasn't there like an intermission? No, it's, a, it's like seven parts. Uh huh. Yeah, there was like an intermission there. Well, there's like an hour, and then it switches to another one, and then he did a third like set, and it it definitely gets better because the first one he's like and then she said and then he said yeah yeah then, yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. then after that I it's just catch that again man i'm going to watch that again tonight you know it was an ifc it was an ifc thing uh after it happened but i think now it's relegated to youtube i don't think that uh ifc still Not playing the publicized yeah i don't after. think ifc still playing the uh, r kelly's yeah, yeah. yeah i remember my mom 
was watching because he put everything out in sections. So he'll put the first one out and then the next one and come out for like another week or so. And they were like all watching, waiting, like, when is the next part right. coming out? Mm-hmm. Right. Everyone's so into it. Yeah, I feel like we were waiting at the TVs for it to come out, too. Yeah, It's funny how that kind of takes place, isn't it? Like, I remember as a kid listening to, you mentioned Cosby, but, like, I listened to Cosby, like, his, like, records when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And then I was all excited to share that with my kids because it was, like, acceptable. Right. And then, like, shortly after, you found (laughs) out, like, what bit? And I was just like, oh, back that out. Like, no, you don't don't need to see that after all. But it, I don't know. Don't bring the it up to the friends. Goes away. <laughs> What's that? Don't bring it up to the friends, okay? Like this is something yeah, in right. the bacon house. We'll keep this it is here. Just, we're just gonna keep this inside, right? Like this is yeah. This and is, then, and this then he goes, I, he goes, talks start, to his teacher. You're starting the whole secret thing then now with <laughs> yeah, your kids. Yeah. yeah, he's coming in. We're and He's like, Cosby fan. What yeah, can I say? Okay, my dad you know, says like, I'm not supposed to tell you about Bill Cosby, right, but yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds so good. Yeah, I told you that when I was in high school, I went to art school. In, uh, for high school and uh, Bill yeah. Cosby came and spoke at our high school actually <laughs> so I got to meet him How... awesome <laughs> yeah was he handing out treats or anything no he didn't hand out no. any treats I don't even think he wanted to be there he's like I guess I'll do this shit uh-huh. so he said yeah for the people mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, was he good at least Um, he was just Telling us we can achieve our dreams and all this stuff. Just, I mean, people were excited because they've seen him on TV, but really it was just getting out of class was exciting. Just getting out of class for an hour to not have to do work. It was fine, but he was all right. When I, when I was in like fifth grade, it wasn't quite on that level, but have you ever heard of Edward James Almos? It's like this Latino actor. He came into our school and said the same thing or similar things to us. And I just, I remember like yelling out in the middle of it at completely the wrong time. Like he had said something and like, it was like to excite the crowd and like me being, I was, I get all excited when like I hear inspirational stuff like that. And so like, I was like, I like yelled out and the whole place was dead quiet. I remember like he looked at me, he was just like, oh dude, you're not cool. Like anyway, what did you that's yell my at experience. Him? So like, he's a Latino guy and I grew up with kind of a bunch of Latino guys. And so there's like this, <laughs> so you, like you ever heard like Mexican guys say like "orale, homes"? Mm-hmm. You ever heard that? <laughs> yeah. Which... So, so I'm a little white kid, and this, you know, he was talking about like the importance, of, you know, da da da. da. Anyway, so I, I yelled out "orale, homes," and that was the wrong time <laughs> to be doing that, and I was the wrong person to be saying right. it. And so, <laughs> He's like, yeah, I don't know about that. About one. that big. Like, no. I mean, you think about it; these people come to schools and they speak, but if you look at the statistics, I'm like, all right, well, look at this. Most of these kids are going to have children in the next year, first off. They're all going to be pregnant. And then half these kids are probably going to be in jail or on drugs or something. like. Right. So you only got a certain amount that is actually paying attention to you. They probably didn't inspire anybody, actually, to do anything. Just, but, uh, I mean, it's a nice gesture. But, but there's the hope of that one. There's the hope of that one. Right. If you can save just one, right? Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was all so, worth I mean, it. That's the battle cry of every teacher ever, <laughs> yeah. right? So, I, yeah, it's... It, it's a nice gesture. I do agree. I grew up in a kind of shady area too, so not maybe not Detroit shady, but shady. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, you know, it was. I don't know. It was good. Yeah, I mean, Detroit. Uh, Detroit is definitely ridiculous. But luckily, growing up, my dad was a hard worker. My dad made sure we had all the things we needed. Yeah. So 
We yes. got to have good experiences that the majority of the people around me didn't. So I pretty much lived in this sheltered bubble where I was able to experience life and different cultures and things like that. But all the people around me were kind of poor and struggling. So sure. I, I got to watch it, but I didn't actually have to go through it. Sure. No, that's great. I mean, if you can get a, you know, obviously parents are massive in that bringing you up and especially depending on your environment bringing you up like that's important like i said shady area i had decent parents so look how good i turned out yeah yeah so yeah i mean my name is carmen my dad wanted me to get a job so he named me carmen instead of shaquanda i like shaquanda though yeah but shaquanda was... don't get jobs <laughs> yeah i'm Fair. sure there's a shaquanda out there with one job ain't right? no lawyers named shaquanda <laughs> Shaquanda Jones, nice. <laughs> <laughs> DA Supreme, yeah. <laughs> oh man! So, um, having whenever whenever you and I lived with each other, your your kids were pretty young, right? I'd say they were in early, about to hit the teens. When Just, they lived with you and I, right? When we lived in the frat house, yeah. How old were they? So, I came over in aunt ten. And they were two and three. Mm -hmm. And you came in, oh, what, man. 13, 12? Yeah, uh, 12, yeah, early 12. Okay, so they're were, they were about five, four and five. Mm -hmm. So oh, not man. quite teens. Well, Close, yeah. but not quite teens. I, you, I was going to say, how old are you? You don't you, look that damn old. You should be... You should be proud that I don't know how the age of a child, you know, not right, not, yeah, owning right. a, not owning <laughs> having a child <laughs> like, oh, man, that that's a five year old right there. I know it, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but um, special skills. Right, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they, they've go, gone on in years and it's kind of have you reached that point where you're kind of you can be more buddy with them you said you had them listening to some albums and you know you become more of a, a a friend to them not so much as you know what i mean yeah yeah no i i mean definitely i don't you know i mean it's it's tough well first off it's just tough when you're a male with at least in my experience with kids growing mm -hmm. up like there was not a lot of connective tissue in right. terms of what we could do together so now that they're i mean they're both over six feet they're both probably stronger than me you know and they're both kind of opening up new things they like and so yeah it's the connection is just getting so much better at least from my perspective and i mean right. it's yeah it's super neat man it's super neat because you see yourself in them too so it's like reliving your childhood mm -hmm. like i look at aiden man it's just like looking in the mirror 20 years ago it's like, like this, the kid's handsome this is God, about to happen so to smart. him I, yeah. I know what's about to happen to that guy. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, exactly. Like every time, and then yeah, like right. the last few times, like, really? You ask it, you know, just, <laughs> I don't know, little, just the little things. It's, right. yeah, it's neat, man. It's super. Yeah. It's super. So, yeah. Do they, um, so they're around what, around 16, 17? So, yeah. So they're 14, 15, just about to be 15, 16. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So, like my eldest. I'm going to give him my truck. Like it's time for him to drive. So I have a mini and a truck and I was talking to his mom and I was like, let's give him the mini and he can have this little turbocharged car and buzz around and be, you know, fast and furious. And she was like, no, I don't, I don't think so. He gets the, the jalopy, right. Mm -hmm. The blue value, give him like this massive tank to drive into things. Cause it's just right. going to be a wreck. Yeah. <laughs> so like cool experiences like that. What's I mean, the school situation old... right now? How has that been with a uh, school this past year? You know, what was really neat was they were remote 
And so every other month they were down here surfing every single day. So it was fantastic because they live in Tahoe in Lake Tahoe. And so they go back and forth between the mountains and here, but remote all year, all through this whole thing, they both did super well. They took to it really well. I think just because digitally kids are superior to most of us. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so now though they've gone back they're they're kind of in a hybrid scenario so they're part-time part-time it's and i think they're enjoying it like it's it's good because i mean the socialization right like it's tough being locked down no one to talk to and then all they're getting is feedback from me or their mom who's to say our ideas are right right like they need to formulate their own so Mm. it's been good it's been good to get them back otherwise they're just kind of parroting everything we're saying the whole time you know and it's Right. Tired of hearing myself regurgitated back at me. <laughs> yeah, I want some new material. The the saying is it takes a village, and you know, you, you, everybody has to. You know, you you need to, that space to kind of formulate your own. You take from here, you take from there. You know, and if you're just getting it all from one place, it's just yeah, that's got to be. Dude, rough. it's super important for what we're doing, mm-hmm. like as a society, right? Right. We want to get people exactly what you're saying, like a full view so they can make exactly that their own opinions otherwise yeah it's just more of the same mm-hmm. you know just preaching the same old song i ain't trying to have that <laughs> yeah right and then i guess for uh I, I think it's probably a little easier i mean if you're graduating and then you miss missed prom and everything last year that had to be tough for a lot of kids that worked all those years for that but if you're right. around that age that your kids are, they they probably have a better experience than a kid that's like five or six. Little kids need to be in school and in social environments. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially when they're young. Open them up. Get them going. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Did you go to kindergarten, Kirk? Uh, did I go to kindergarten? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. No, I wasn't a homeschooled kid. Uh, you know, I... Uh, I was, so my dad was in the Navy whenever I was younger. So I lived on a Naval base and, uh, you know, I went to, uh, a kindergarten, uh, you know, all through the schools, you know, until I hit the fifth grade, there were about 12 people in my class. So it was very small, you know, the, you know, it, up North from where we are now in Maine is where I lived. So it was kind it was isolated but you know after school i went to like a youth center and you know that you kind of get that social interaction with people and uh uh yeah and then in middle school i went to a we left here and then we went to the st louis area and i I had over 100 kids in my class and that was a tough adjustment for me i i just kind of lost it you know it was uh just you you leaving the the pond and you're going to the ocean you know <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden you smoke and crack your yeah. parents are like what the hell happened <laughs> you opened them up too fast <laughs> yeah yeah right <laughs> he needs Comment to be taking story. classes online that kid <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i couldn't imagine you know there's that stigma of homeschooled kids like and then you i remember there was a kid at our high school who uh he was supposed to do his four high school years when he was like 16. He was like, oh, yeah, I've been homeschooled this whole time. And now I and he he was just he used to work out, work out at the gym that I used to work at. And he uh, he was there and, you know, he would talk to people, but he was just weird. 
<laughs> then, socially awkward. socially awkward. And then whenever he yeah. showed up at our high school, we were like, oh, I don't know about this guy. And then he was like, and yeah. you know, it's his adjust making somebody adjust to that scenario. That's that's strange, you know. It was a rough one. Yeah, super rough. Super rough. I think we've all had. The, I've, I've definitely had those kids in my high school and even junior high. Man, it's tough. Mm-hmm. My sister's got five kids. She's homeschooling them all. And even just like over, like FaceTime, like this, right. talking to them, like I get the sense that they are not being <laughs> elevated by you know, like they're still like her son's thirteen and he's just checking out that onesie pajama cruising around the house, you know, like in these. <laughs> I'm like, bro, step it up, put some slacks on or something, you know. It's like <laughs> I don't know. There's a, <laughs> it's it. Yeah, I think it's a little stunting to their growth for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, I've got a onesie and it's got, you know, some feet on it. So, you know, I don't need some, some socks, right? <laughs> I dig it. I'll rock a onesie. That's not what I'm saying. Listen, there's a time and a place for the onesie, man. I dig it. But just Tuesday morning and then Tuesday afternoon, then Wednesday morning, <laughs> right. Wednesday afternoon. It's like, just switch that shit up. Man. There's enough of the onesie. <laughs> there's yeah. enough of the onesie, man. <laughs> no, that's hilarious. I was in, I had a, I won't say a sim. A similar situation to that but I feel like especially growing up in Detroit we were really sheltered like my mom didn't let us leave her sight uh my brother was probably about 13 before he could ride all the way to the end of the block because my oh, mom really yeah my mom did not allow my mom kept us right by her side so we were kind of sheltered as far as like um I didn't even know the difference between races like white black my sister was light-skinned we just thought people were lighter skinned or like we didn't it never was really talked about in our household so uh we we didn't really know and then once I went to high school it was like oh my god like I was it was a shock to me like I didn't know any of this stuff my mom had kept all of it from us and then I got to high school I'm seeing people getting beat up on a lunchroom floor and all type of stuff happening I'm like oh my god like what is then I got out there you had enough. Yeah. I got, <laughs> <laughs> you get in there. I mean, but definitely I wasn't, uh, I was definitely more shy than the other kids because we had just been at home with my mom the whole time. So. Yeah. Entering high school is a crazy experience. I remember it fondly. Like it was great not to call anyone out, but you remember like the first time you ever saw like a, a goth kid. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Crazy. yeah. I was like, oh, what is going oh, on with same this Same thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is gnarly. Like, and that's, it's completely acceptable to just run around like that. Like, there's no way my parents would let me. Like, green hair? Like, what? <laughs> green hair, bla- like black eyes, and like a guy, like men in trench coats. And, and I'm, I was like, that's, I so saw, like, I went to like try and like interject myself into what they were doing. Like, hey, what, what are you doing, man? That's different. I want, I want to know what's going on there. They weren't having any piece of my. <laughs> You're not ready t-shirt. for this. You're not ready high for this lifestyle. Yet. They were like, "No, nah, man, get the hell out of get here. here!" Bounce, bro. <laughs> there was a, there was a a gothic kid. Well, I, he hung out with the gothic people, and he dressed kind of gothic. But he had long hair, pigtails, and he would wear a skirt every now and again with like some nice. high heel like uh, uh boots, like some high heel Doc Martens, you know? Yeah. And yeah. uh, like the tall. Yeah, yeah, platform. Yeah, yeah, the platform right, shoes. Oh, and, platform too. Yeah, platformed and and we're like, oh, look at that guy. Meanwhile, he was probably, you know, 
entertaining the women more than any of us, you know, the the football jock people could have ever dreamed of, you know, <laughs> because had, yeah. he, he no, would show up. Run into that. Absolutely. Right. Killing it. Killing in the game. It. Yeah. yeah. No, 100 yeah. percent. That's like it was. Yeah. And it, I remember quite a few guys like that. It was gnarly. It's like that guy's never going to see a girl and he's running around with like. A hundred. Yeah. A pack. Yeah. He, he pack. would he would show up to school an hour early and he had a, a a television and DDR pads and he would pull them out of his <laughs> trunk and, and <laughs> yeah. And then they'd play DDR in the parking lot before school. And we're like, look at that guy, you know, how come on. But killing <laughs> yeah, the game. Killing yeah, it. Yeah. This goes to show, don't don't judge. Right? And it, like, yeah, and it's kind of one of those things that you don't realize like until you get older and uh, you know some time behind you that you know, why take away like like what made me was I envious of him back then? Uh what made me like shit on his fun? Like <laughs> was I like yeah, he's different. so free, yeah, because he's different. Yeah, I think that's he was probably. just comfortable. Yeah, right? Right. in your own discomfort, you're like, oh, yeah, I could never do that, but I want I to. Never do that. It's like dancing, right? <laughs> yeah, like right. You dance a lot, Kurt. Oh, I dance all the time. Okay, I, I'm not so great at it. Right? <laughs> so, like busting out, we went to a wedding, and I was like, all like cold shoulder in the corner, like uh-huh. not dancing. They're like, come on, man, come on. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough to get out there, expose yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I went to an art school for high school. So in my ninth grade class, I had this kid that would, he would come to class as a guy and he would leave in the middle of class with two girls and come back full drag as a girl. And I was like, what the fuck is happening here? Like my mom didn't prepare me for this shit. That's for sure. So it was definitely a shock. Yeah. (laughs) That's something else. Yeah. Like what do you do? And um, so they made a start wearing uh uniforms because it was just too wild it was like all right this person's wearing this this person is goth uh half the kids are probably poor so they don't have the right so they're getting picked on so it's just like everybody has to wear the same dress code i don't know how i feel about that like i kind of dig that there was this whole variety of humans i think it added to the spice i think uniforms are kind of challenging right yeah well it's still the same even with uniforms like we had to wear tan pants and black shirts so the kids who have polo shirts we you know that that's more expensive than right the regular black shirts and then you can still see the variance between yeah like rich (laughs) and poor kids and it's like okay this when dickies were popular and all the kids had dickies the kids who didn't have dickies apparently didn't have enough money to buy them so you you had the the kmart slacks right (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, I, that was, I was rocking Kmart slacks. There were no dickies in this household, you know, (laughs) (laughs) good nine kids. My aunt was like on a budget, man, shoestring budget. You know, it was, it was all about that blue light special or whatever she'd get her hands on, man. And, Mm -hmm. but yeah, you, you get compared to the kids who have a couple of dollars in their pocket. Yeah. Fuck you, man. I don't like you anyway. (laughs) Yeah. That high school is set up to divide. And I don't even think that, uh, sometimes they realize what they're doing. Cause I was telling you that, at our high school, we had the lunch line that was like normal school lunch, but then we also yeah. had the other line where you could buy pizza and chicken tenders. So yeah. the kids who couldn't afford pizza and chicken tenders every day, they were still looked at as poor. So yeah. I don't, like it was still you a had divide. like the free lunch, and it was like slop or whatever they had some <laughs> kind of weird burrito thing, right? And then everyone else had yeah, yeah. It's tough, man. Those divisions, and I think they're trying to do the right thing, but they, the powers that be just don't. Think that far, yeah. They don't see it from a child's eye, right? Like, and there's 
children are just picking up on every little nuance, right? Mm. They're like, they're looking for that. That's what makes them grow. Like, Ew, he so eats school lunch every single day. Yeah. He never <laughs> buys chicken tenders. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the way it works, man. I remember <clears throat> I moved in with my aunt and uncle when I was like, so it was like 10th grade. And this one I came down to San Diego. And this is where I really saw all those differences, the goth guy and all these people. I'd never seen that stuff before, man. It was all kind of like, I don't know, not that where I came from. And my uncle's like, here's five bucks for lunch. Mm -hmm. And I just like, five dollars for lunch? Like a whole five? Like how many days is this going to (laughs) last? 14? Like it's, you know, because it used to be you buy like a 50 cent cookie and free milk and then whatever slop they gave you, Mm -hmm. smash that for lunch. And then five bucks a day for lunch, I was shitting in tall cotton. I was like, so happy, so happy. So I had cigarettes that day. Oh, man. I had lunch. I was on my way to buying a skateboard. Like, after oh, a week, I man. was just flush. If he gives me $5 every day, uh, next Thursday, I got a skateboard. Well, that's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, it was pretty rad, man. Pretty neat. So, uh, You said you like to like – to, feel yourself as a uh a, a fit man a strong man right i remember sure. uh just by happen chance uh i was walking through uh long beach and you happened to be at shannon's on pine i remember and, that and my favorite spot we talk about it on the show every now and again shannon's on pine i, I love going there if i was in long beach that that was my spot and yeah. that day, I believe you had said that you had biked up from San Diego. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're like, Jesus. well, I just came up from San Diego. Uh, I think I'll go to uh, Shannon's on Pine and, you know, give myself a, a little beverage or two. <laughs> sure. Why not? Right. Like the grand finale. Right. Yeah. Uh, what kind of drives you into into doing that? Is it kind of uh, a self-test, you know, um, or is it? You know, brother, it's just like, yeah, it's self, sure, self test, mm-hmm. see if I can do it, and then just to know that I did it, right, right, like the I accomplishment, mean, what an adventure, just like any adventure, right, mm-hmm. like whatever we're doing, why wouldn't we? And it's, it's, you know, it feels good, you feel strong after, right, right, not you're lethargic. Like, you're like, yeah, right? I did that. Yeah, man. You know? Try, I'm trying to recapture what it was like to be in tenth grade, you know, which mm-hmm. was, you know, just bulletproof basically, right? Yeah, so, yeah, just whatever it takes to stay strong i guess mm-hmm. you know and feel strong and have fun plus it's just a blast dude you ever yeah. ridden i mean you ever taken the drive from san diego up there to long beach no no i uh, so I, I was in i <laughs> i had lost my license um when i was in california i didn't lose it as in legally i lost it i had yeah. physically lost it and you know i didn't have a car i didn't have any idea that i could even uh, ever come to a point to where I could afford a car, you know? Right. And, th- right. and then I, uh, working on the Island to do that to you. Yeah. And then I got a job yeah. on an Island and I was like, you know, I love it here. I'm, I don't need a car. We get everywhere by boats. And if uh, the, the road, you can't get a car to anyway. And then we moved to Maine and, <laughs> and uh, I, I had a Kentucky license and it was um it was would have been really easy to just have kentucky uh send my information to maine 
you know, and say, oh, hey, yeah, you used to have a license. Uh, I did get a California permit at one point because I was going to, I figured we were going to stay there. And then if, if Carmen and I never got together, I probably would have stayed in California. But I didn't sure. want to do that Los Angeles, you know, struggle like with another person. Sure, sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. we're yeah. already starting a new relationship. I didn't want to add that stress to it too. Add four jobs to the equation. Yeah, I'm right. Saying yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, and we came here, and then it had been, oh, your license has been expired for over five years, so we can't actually give you the stuff. I had to go through the whole process. I had to, I took some driver's lessons uh, with a, at a driver's Seriously? school. Yeah. And, uh, How was that? Oh, it was fine. I, you know, once I started driving, the dude was like, um, tell me when you're tested, because I, I wanted to do like three or four classes, you know, just because it had been 10 years since I had driven and behind uh, the wheel. Yeah, yeah. Behind the wheel. And, uh, you know, I was like, yeah. And he was like, we're cool. Uh, let me know when your test is and we'll, you know, do that. It's like, like okay, riding sure. a bike. He got, he got right back yeah. in there. He was all nervous about it. And then he's like, Carmen, when you get your license, you're going to have to probably get some tests. I'm, like, I'm not taking no goddamn test to drive a car. I'm fine. <laughs> no, I'll just get out there. How was the uh, process? Was it arduous? Well, uh, I had put in my paperwork uh, to get my permit March, March 2020. Or, or February 2020. Yeah, I think I sent them in my stuff. And okay. they, uh, t it took forever for me to get my written test because they shut down all that stuff. All the DMV stuff. All the DMV stuff. All, everything. Whenever I, okay, so um, it took until, uh, not August, but uh, June, I would say, for me to actually take my written test. Right. Got my, and as soon as I got the, you get a card and then you put it in the mail and then they process that as, and then they'll send you a letter that says, okay, you're ready to take your driving test at this date, right? And so as soon as I passed it, I went straight to a mailbox and I put the card into the, into the mailbox. Right. <laughs> and uh, I took some lessons, uh, well, the one lesson and then uh, driver's test drover's test got got a car the next day so it was it was longer than it should have been but you know it was it happened pretty quick and, wow. and the uh you couldn't actually register a car so i actually <laughs> you had to print out a piece of paper that said oh due to covid uh the governor says that i don't need to register this car so i was just driving yeah i was just driving a car no plates you know oh, just <laughs> Yeah, they let everybody drive like that. All you had to do was print this paper offline, yeah. and uh, COVID kind of threw everything for a loop. But I think it was uh, a lot easier here than for other people trying to register their car and everything and drive. Right. Yeah, I don't think that was the case in California, like in terms <laughs> of registration, because we still had, they want their money, right? right? Like pay yeah. up, sucker. You know, yeah. it was, there was no, I did, I think DMV did shut down, but then like, I don't know, they still figured out. How to collect funds you mm -hmm. know as long as they're getting their money they don't give a shit right yeah we'll make yeah. it work don't worry we'll, we'll make well it's okay you can come in <laughs> four at a time four at a time <laughs> have the check ready right? yeah, so, right. yeah. <laughs> no no we don't do cash no cash yeah, right. man oh yeah right. we had the coin shortage during that time so yeah. half the places couldn't do cash anyway did you guys have that over you guys there are, 
Nah, I didn't have a coin. We had toilet paper shortage. <laughs> oh, yeah, but you we guys had on the too. East Coast, didn't you guys just have a gas shortage too? Like all sorts of stuff you guys were Yeah, we, we a little bit struggling. <laughs> <laughs> what are y'all doing? They're, they're saying that there's going to be a gas shortage. Um, you, you, well, first I heard it was because uh, there's no drivers to carry the gas, right? And then because of COVID. Yeah. Well, nobody's working. You know, you, you go down the street, every single business has a uh, we're hiring sign. Help wanted. Help sign. wanted. I notice that. Everywhere. Like you can get a How job. Are people not working. I don't know. They extended unemployment till September. Yeah, but is it that much? It's like uh, people are getting about 600 bucks a week. $600 a week for mm-hmm. unemployment. Mm hmm. That's 2400 a month. <laughs> Yeah, so why would I work? That's 26000 a year or something. <laughs> yeah, so why would I work when That's I can a- stay at home and pay my bills and I don't have to, like, work? Uh, think about it. It's not like they. a lot of people are making money like that anyways. If you're a dishwasher that makes 13 right. bucks an hour, you're making more on unemployment than you are working a job, so why not just stay home? 520 a week at 13 an hour, right? Yeah. Before, before taxes, then you get mm-hmm. taxed and you get, like, 200 bucks. And if you got health insurance, shit, you can't even survive. That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Do they have to pay it back? Nope. How do you get this unemployment? <laughs> you, just, you gotta, you just gotta apply. What's I mean, the process here. Yeah. <laughs> I've never actually received that stuff. It's crazy. Carmen, yeah. Carmen, actually, she went because her. Her rest, the restaurant she was working at actually shut down, so she got. Well, under- most of all the restaurants shut down like when it first happened. Yeah. So everybody, if you didn't apply, like it's a guy that lives across the street. He owns a a grocery store, and he's like, he's like, go apply now. And I wasn't taking it serious. I'm like, where's the toilet right. paper going? I was so confused. <laughs> like, why is all right. the toilet paper going? And he's like, listen, go home and fucking apply right now. And I was like, I'm just gonna wait it out. It'll be fine. He's like, go apply right. now. And I applied, and then everything shut down. All the restaurants closed. Everything, my job, everything closed. So, um, yeah, it was uh, it was necessary to apply for it at that point. Service industry got hit so hard, yeah. right? Which is right up your alley. I mean, that's so tough. Like, I know. I, I told I told Kirk. I was like, Kirk, the shelter paying twenty three dollars an hour to help out. <laughs> I am going to work at that shelter because I'm going to survive regardless. So I'm going to sure. collect a check. And he's like, just wait for the unemployment. And so I waited, and I got it within a week, which was uh, nice. And then at that point, they were giving 600 extra a week plus normal unemployment. So people were collecting about 900 and something a week off unemployment. <laughs> That's massive. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, I did it's better during the, the pandemic than working for sure. Man. Well, yeah, so there's no incentive to go back to work, but that's still bananas. Like, that's not going to be good long term for us. Right. Right? No, you wouldn't think so. But yeah, you know, I mean, honestly, like, so I I worked all through the. If you need it, sorry yeah. to cut in. If you need it, take it. Right. Take it, and right. like, if you were like, I get the service industry thing there. Absolutely, take it and protect your family. Right. Mm-hmm. But, well, single moms who have to also take care of kids that's at home doing uh, schoolwork yeah. is necessary yeah. for them for sure. So I mean, it is some people do really need it. I think absolutely one of the stipulations was uh, I think they told Carmen, like, don't you don't have to typically when you're on unemployment, you have to like go through like workshops and stuff and kind of you have like hoops you got to jump through to stay eligible. To show you're making progress. Right. You have to look for jobs and show your work searches. Right. 
and right. this yeah. this go around they were like kind of like yeah don't worry about that there's nothing out there anyway so <laughs> yeah how it, long it, did it last uh they just changed it i think probably about two months two and a half months ago where they uh dropped it down from the 600 to the 300 because at first they ended the 600 but then things kept shutting back down and the cases were rising so then they decided with the third stimulus package to do the $300 extra. So they dropped it from 600 additional a week to 300 And then now everyone is going to be getting these large checks back because they decided uh, that you do not have to pay taxes on unemployment. So they're taking off 10500 of taxes if you paid them already. That's awesome. Yep. Well, that's good. So no one's going to work good. right now. Still no drivers, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Man. Still no gas drivers. Still yeah. no gas drivers. <laughs> yeah, man, that's tough. That's brutal. Yeah, I had to work the whole time. We worked, both of us worked the whole the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Like, right on. I started a business during it. Like, as soon as we started this business, it, it kicked in, right? Mm -hmm. There was, like, that first initial wave where everybody freaked out, and that's when all the toilet paper disappeared, right? And then we just worked right on through and it worked out pretty good. And then there was like, there was kind of like a recession of cases, right? Like it dropped off a little bit because everybody did what everybody did. Right. And then it jumped back up once everybody kind of relaxed and especially here. But for us, yeah, we just powered right on through, baby. Just kept on going. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I was working at a hotel whenever everything had, had happened and, uh, we were basically housing the flight crews for airports and stuff, right. and that's what kept us on, in business. You know, right. uh, it's right. the hotel I was working at is pretty close to an airport, and you know, United would stay there, and you know, they'd be like, "Oh, okay." So we got knocked down to a skeleton crew. So I worked through the whole thing, and then once uh, to-go services were uh, reinstated for restaurants and stuff, I went back to a deli that I was working at part time. So I worked like two months straight, I think, like every day for two months. Loved yeah. it. It was beautiful. I see he worked like 63 yeah. days in a row or something like that. 63? Yeah. Something like that. Dude, it was close enough. Yeah, it was, it was kind of like, okay, so um, Saturday and Sunday aren't bad because I only have to work eight hours, right? And then... Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, those are kind of rough because you're working about 15. Uh, uh, but Friday's cake because you're only working s seven hours. So, you know, like you're, a half day. <laughs> yeah, it's like a half day. <laughs> a bar day, man. Yeah. But it was one of those things where this was something that was new. We didn't know what was going on. So he was working and stacking as much money. I ain't have to work. I was stacking plenty of money on unemployment. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was Good funny because Kirk Good was working so hard and I'm just at home just like making food and shit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my God, do something. Like, what you want me to do? I was like, you got to get a hobby or something. Like, like what <laughs> should I do? He's like, read a book or something. Like, I don't want to read a book. <laughs> don't be mad because I'm at home not doing nothing. <laughs> so what would you end up doing? No hobby? Anything? Um, I cooked a lot. Cooked a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't do shit. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> I mean, I'm in, I'm in school right now, so school takes up some yeah. of my time. I think Kirk was saying that, yeah. Yeah, so definitely schoolwork. I had to switch to online for school because everything closed down. So I was doing all my schoolwork online. And I was taking, I think, at that time, like four classes. 
So that's a heavy load. Yeah. So I was doing schoolwork. I wasn't just doing absolutely nothing. And I was cooking dinner. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just just asking. Just curious. It's one of those things where like everything shut down. It's like what you supposed to do. Right. right yeah. You can't go out. You can't Listen, go out. You, you, like, can't, you can't go out. You can't talk to anybody. Please stay out of proximity. But by the way, find something productive to do with yourself. Yeah, town like town halls not open. They right. started shutting the parks down and everything because <laughs> yeah, people. Were, right. That was a rough one. Was there's a so in Portland there's a like an area where like a, a bay like that comes in and there's a nice circle around it and it's in the middle of the city and there's a little park there. It's got a it's got a uh, um, a little circuit you can do you know you got your pull-ups you can do your dips you know the whole nice. thing and uh the the day that they're like okay um we're shutting everything down there was a fence around it and it was a chain link fence that they put up and it must have been 20 feet high it's not like <laughs> it was huge i couldn't believe it i was like it was just another obstacle you're supposed to climb it <laughs> yeah. and then go in and then do your i'm gonna get my work in now. Yeah. yeah so it's yeah. kind of like besides the grocery store in 7-eleven which was also difficult uh if you went to walmart the line was around the building it was it, like what are you supposed to exactly do the town hall not open none of the business stuff is open so i was like okay be productive just walk down the street and look stupid <laughs> What's supposed to do? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's that girl's walking down the street, but she's not looking stupid enough for me. I don't. <laughs> you ain't doing enough. You gotta look more stupid over there. Oh, man, did all the bars shut down too? No bars were open. Like, man, nothing to do. Man, I do feel like some bars just went rogue though. Like they closed the front door and then just went and opened the back door and like people would see, you'd see like guys like walking into the bar like this and like come bebopping out later, pour themselves into their car and drive away. You know, you're like, what the heck? Yeah, there's a there's a place up the hill from where we live and they uh, they have pretty low windows in the front of the building, but they've got a little yeah. like a uh, back patio area. And right. we had like heard, the yeah, the little smoking area. And we had heard yeah, that yeah. they were shut down and then, uh, and then they got shut down. Apparently the, the police came and said, Hey, you guys are doing something. You can't be doing this. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah. It's the new age speakeasy, man. Like you right. got all these people like sneaking in. Yeah. We didn't hear that they were temporary closed. They, they were shut down. Like, like it's the not sign like, was off the front the of the building was off. and everything. They, they, they oh, went really? so speakeasy. Like, hey, yeah. They were, they were like, no, nah, there's, done. this ain't even here. Yeah. No. We're pulling your license. <laughs> yeah. Oh shoot. Everybody in the neighborhood was like, oh, you just go through the back door. Yeah, so everyone knew it was open, but <laughs> yeah, to yeah, the yeah, public, yeah. like they took the sign down. So it looked like an abandoned building, but everyone was just sneaking through the back. But <laughs> so it was speakeasy. Yeah. It's yeah. gnarly. Yeah. It was yeah, crazy. Dude. That's fun. That's kind of like a fun thing, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I think that's some of the fun that's come out of this is like some of the the ways to get around certain things, right? Like, or not even that they're sensical, maybe, but like, you know, if you're flying and you're wearing 16 masks and sunglasses, you're okay. That's right. Right. It's like, it's like the, you know, there's like you justify all these interesting ways to get around it. Like I'm still working. And so I'm like going to clients' houses and I'm like, it's okay because I'm going to stand outside. Then I'm going to come in for five minutes and go back outside. Right. Right. So like I have this, the UV rays are killing everything that yeah, I'm yeah, breathing. 90 yeah. seconds, right? Like I just got to bake myself for uh -huh. a minute and then come back in. That's, that's good. That's right. There is a, yeah. uh, at the mall there, there was one of the kiosks, one of the makeup girls, you know, uh, 
you do your makeup just fine and you're not gonna cover it up with a mask they developed this mask for these women that was like a you know they've got the face shield yeah but this one just the clear comes, shield yeah the clear shield that you just the Darth around. Vader yeah, yeah. well yeah. this one came from your chin and went up and it was just this clear little thing. It wasn't connected to anything. It was just oh, like a little that. tray. Yeah, it was like this. It's, it's like, like a feed a tray. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> My barber wears one, and his beard is like all like it looks like a bowl of cereal, but a beard. Yeah, and it's all just held up in it. Yeah, <laughs> the innovative mask mask styles right. out there. Yeah, you get the one that's just for like the nose. Have you seen that thing? It's no, like, I have Yeah, it's lovely. Just the it nose. Just looks like, like a big looks like good. a big bozo nose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah people oh, no. are crazy with it but now we're starting to are you guys starting to move away from the mask indoors yeah so like there's still some some limit so especially if you're in a group that is um inoculated right so like part of like the new greeting we you know like hey so i've had my shots i say to everyone when mm -hmm. i be you know it's like it's like a courtesy as opposed to like hey i've had my shots so, oh come on in right and then i go and hang out and yeah so i mean You'll see people inside. You still see like in bigger businesses, box stores and that sort of thing. Like you're supposed to be wearing your mask still. Mm -hmm. And you'll get like the occasional geek that won't do it. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. just goes charging through like sneezing and coughing mm -hmm. everywhere. And you know what I mean? Causing yeah. ruckus. But other than that, yeah, I think indoors is starting to open up a little bit. Certainly our outdoors is wide open. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like people just don't give a shit anymore. It feels like. I may be wrong to some extent. Mm -hmm. And then like some of the area, like Huntington and these areas, they're pretty, they're pretty, um, I guess conservative might be the word, right. As opposed to liberal. And so they're, there's like just zero fucks being given. There's just thousand people congregating and getting crazy together. And so it's, is what it is. Mm -hmm. That's good. I was I went to go get some shorts because, as I said, you know, I I need. I was wearing pants when I had my episode with my uh, 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 <laughs> glands, and uh, glands. So glands I, yeah. I I went to go get some shorts, <laughs> and <laughs> I went to go get some shorts, and it was. I was I was the guy that was wearing the mask, and then there was one cashier that had a mask, and everybody else was pretty much free to go. You know, and it, you no know, big the, deal. the the they printed up new signs immediately. I guess that said, "Oh, uh, keeping up with the CDC, we request that people who are not vaccinated uh, please wear a mask." The rest of you, hey, you know, we're open for business. You know, <laughs> it's dude. It's it's so gnarly. Like I, I'm still confused. In many cases, so like CDC, are you supposed to get our information there? Like, is that the best source for information? Because every conversation I have, much like everybody's practice for protection, like it, it varies so much. I don't think anyone right? like, knows what's going on. I think everyone no knows confused. what's going on. Right. Yeah. And I like I was having that conversation even like, like even just this morning with my partner, like she gets her information from X and I'm getting my information from the times and mm -hmm. they do not right they're like button man it just doesn't make sense and i'm just <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm confused about where to look even yeah i think you know i masks weren't mandated here in the state until june i want to say uh of last year um okay. 
And I didn't wear one until the governor was like, okay, we need to wear a mask. It wasn't because like I was going to be some rebel. I'm like, okay, I don't need to. I'm not going to. I thought I had it um, whenever it was first ringing through. I, I, I was working at the hotel and, I, you know, all these people right. coming through and I couldn't breathe for about a week or two, you know, right. and it was just maybe I was just super unhealthy. But, you know, I... I kind of think Tom, that it he was. didn't tell me that either until <laughs> until months la- months later he didn't tell me that he couldn't breathe for a week either. Well, it wasn't like well, then I, there's like this. Yeah, it wasn't like I couldn't breathe, but I couldn't breathe, you know. Yeah, yeah. So there's like there's two parts to that one is like the shame of like the shame. Like, oh my gosh, did right. I get it yeah. right? Like, and then like you don't share it. Mm-hmm. Like my because I, I know it could folks be who got it and just straight up wouldn't tell me. For like three months right like, and then they're like and then it came out and i was like what are you saying like i was right next to you you didn't tell me about that man. yeah well you so also it, don't know right like well, so, at no the, at that point there wasn't like a test the rapid test you could do yeah he he said before know? like we knew what was going on like that this like was around January, the toilet yeah. this is yeah, around yeah. the toilet paper you know right, okay so you early know. on yeah right so yeah even so like that that's the other thing as soon as like i heard there was a pandemic i don't know if you faced this as well but like as, as soon as i started hearing about this thing happening mm-hmm. like i couldn't so you said i couldn't breathe but like i couldn't breathe like right. if i had a like if i had a cigarette and then forgot i had it and like two minutes later i was still like a little out of breath i was like oh my oh, yeah. gosh what's yeah. that i got it i got the covid is man. this it's, it you know is, yeah, this, is this it, it? Yeah. I get, like, oh, man, my leg yeah. hurts, man it's that part of it. i'm looking at like trying to figure out where to i yeah so I, it's tough because like you you don't know if it's just the stress of what's going on in the world right you know yeah, is, it, is yeah. it just me you know is is it is, is it just me because it, you know is it in my head or is it something because i'm functioning i'm doing okay but man i don't know there's something tight right here yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> man, i'm awful tired today like i'm still going through that a little bit like yeah. if i you know any little thing i'm like oh man i better <laughs> I better go see some. Like, I'm so happy I went the other day for a rapid test because we're going to Hawaii. Uh-huh. And so I just got my results this morning. I'm negative. Good to go. Right? But then, like, so I see the note. I look at it in my email. It says, hey, you're negative. Congratulations. You can go to Hawaii, right? And then, like, the first thing I think is, what if it's a false negative? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right? right. Like, it's <laughs> just instantly the bad side of what whatever it could be. Like, I just, anyway. Yeah, it's it's challenging <laughs> for I'm manic like that, so it's like really challenging for me to not invest in those feelings, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's just it's such a mental thing about the everything going on, you know. That that's that's a part of it. I think just the stress of you know, there's there's the financials that happen. There's the physical. I I heard that people gained two point something pounds every month, you know, during the pandemic. Or something, you know? Yeah, my like, fat ass. My <laughs> fat ass gained some weight. It's like Cape Fear, right? Like the average male gaining two pounds a year. And really, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I believe it, man. I, I mean, definitely. And that's just another reason to get outside and start doing something funky, Carmen. Like walking down the street looking silly, you know? Like it's just good for... <laughs> it's just good to get out, man. Because you'll, you'll go stir crazy otherwise. Yeah, but well, yeah, I'm working. I'm actually back at work right now. And um, this job is... Last night was ridiculous. We probably did about 300 people, and by me being a saute cook there, I do the majority of that. I I carry the majority of that on my back. So, yeah, I, I had a rough night last night. I was sweating the whole time, and then you can't really eat because you're so busy. So, yeah, you're going to – I mean, in the summertime working in the kitchen, you lose weight anyways. 
It's like nowhere around it. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Working in a kitchen is no joke, like at all. It's like running a marathon every single day. Like I was every literally single day, yeah. running around crazy. My head was hurting so bad last night. I almost threw up when I left. I was like, ah. Like, it's I can't like do this for too much longer. I can't be 50 years old doing this. There's no way. You are nowhere near 50 years old. <laughs> no, but I, what I'm saying is I have to start getting I gotta start Come getting on, a plan together. I'm, I'm 31. Th- yeah. Right. All right. So I've done this already for many years. I have to start so getting sure, a plan yeah, yeah. together because I don't want to be one of those cooks that you see that's 40 and 50 years old struggling on a line. Like, that is not right. going to be me. So. Right. It's it's serious like we're so first off yeah working in the kitchen's bananas constant energy i can't even imagine i couldn't do it i absolutely couldn't i don't care i'd go crazy like and the sweat would be enormous from my glands and everywhere else so i mean it would just be more than i could take but what you do is like and this is a thing for kirk which kirk doesn't Kirk Kirk has his own color palette in the way he does things. For example, he just bought shorts, and then he bought, like, brownish tan shorts. You're going to see the sweat through those as well. You go with charcoal grays and blacks if you don't want to see the sweat. That way no one sees it. Well, hopefully. Well, you got to dress to conceal, for sure. Yeah, That's like, true. he's wearing tan, and you're going to sweat through that <laughs> shit, too. That well, makes no sense. I'm hoping these shorts are pretty thin, you know, and I'm hoping that perhaps, maybe, you know, just the. Air dry? The, the, yeah, yeah, just the, the, the breeze coming through. You know, they're a little tight. They're a little restrictive. So, you know, maybe there's going to be some seals in there that, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> How you dress, hold. it's important. Like, what kind of undergarments you wearing? You got to wear the wicking stuff, right? Yeah, you got to wear the. I, I like the shorts airing it out. I don't think that's a bad idea at all. No, right? no, yeah, yeah. I wish they were gonna invest in some armpitless shirts, dude. So there's no chance for oh, moisture man. to catch them. Yeah, you got the the breathe holes in there, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> Fishing shirts get get a little sartin going. That's yeah. right. <laughs> no, but you like to wear light gray, and then you look crazy. You yeah, gotta you gotta get the charcoal gray, all black. I wear all black for work, so no one will ever see me sweating. Yeah, a but a friend of ours, BK, man, solid black most days, mm-hmm. right? Black shorts, black shirt, mm-hmm. boom. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But then you get like the salt stain. Yeah, Ew. on the black, yeah. the white salt stain. Do you I, ever get that? Yeah. If I if I'm if I'm at the beginning of my day, start to sweat. I'm like, okay, it's lunch. I'm gonna go cool off, and then you know, you're like, oh man, that was a great lunch. That that ZD really hit the spot, you know? Oh man, the sausage was perfect. Oh, just the right heat. And then you go to the boss man and you're like, okay, what do you want me to do now? And he's like, well, maybe get those white streaks off of your shirt. You know, you gross ass. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I like to, you may notice, I wear like an overshirt most days now. Sure. Probably as part of that, right? Because yeah. like, it's just a good, I can take it off and put it back on after I'm done working, uh-huh. you know? Because I work in short spurts now, so I do like 30 minutes of intense work followed by four hours of nothing, followed mm-hmm. by 30 hours of intense work. <laughs> right. So you got to, you got to, you got to, uh, what's the word when you uh, accessorize? Uh, there you go. Your yeah. outfit. You need yeah. to accessorize. Accessorize it. You know, I'm sweating. I'll throw this overshirt on. You know, uh, when... We were on the island. We uh, did those bathrooms. Do you remember Pepito? Pepito? Yeah. There, there is this man, and he he worked on a crew Pepito! that was there. Yeah, Pepito. He had yes. this beautiful long black hair, 
and yeah. he had and he would be digging in the dirt he would be working in the in the concrete but he had the the most beautiful white shirt on always he never had a speck of dirt, of dirt on his shirt ever like he he looked beautiful every day <laughs> like how, how do you get to that you know <laughs> yeah 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 i bought i buy my shirt yeah so i bought two packs of white shirts a week ago and they are all trash mm-hmm. right now right. like they're just garbage rags i can't even <laughs> they're yellow yeah they're he's brown yellow they're dirty they're gross. just yeah done he must have bought like 50 packs a month it must have just brought them you know he went to that brought amazon them. recycled Hey man, I'm gonna run up to the room real quick. Recycle the fresh yeah. one on. Change it out. He was uh he was dedicated. <laughs> it is I mean, I'm telling you, wear a white shirt. You gotta be about it. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's why I go for the gray, because the gray shirt will last a long time. You ain't gonna lose a lot of color. But it does like sh- light gray. Sh- yeah, light gray. Yeah. It doesn't show a like lot a of like a heather gray. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, heather gray, yeah. 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 I also like a heather blue. And I also, like heather blue. yeah, a charcoal. I like heather. A heather green. A heather charcoal is good too. Yeah, a heather green. Heather charcoal yeah. is good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Light grays. I don't know. For me, it's about the feel. Like, and I noticed that the darker colors, like, mm-hmm. or even like some of the grays and stuff, they don't keep the softness. They get like crunchy. Crunchy. Yeah. After and, a while, the cotton gets like crunchy. Cre- I don't creased, know how to creased it. up. You know, not soft. It, it, it yeah. Get, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't stay like malleable yeah you know and i just so there's um our local watering hole the snug it 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 had it had a shirt for sale whenever it was open they just recently reopened super excited haven't been back yet can't wait and they were selling these green shirts that were supposedly made for saint patty's day and it says i invited barry gibb but it's like a neon green, you know, and it's got this picture of Barry Gibb from uh, the Bee Gees, you know. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I bought one and it was the softest shirt I've ever I've ever had. Beautiful. I loved it. So you know what? Yeah. I go back and I was like, hey, let me get another one of these Barry Gibb shirts because it's a really nice soft. No, they're still there. But oh. Carmen <laughs> Tells the woman working the bar, she says, don't sell him that shirt. He already has one. I snuck into another one. <laughs> no, Tom, you don't understand. Like, Kirk, Why, he, likes to, he likes to do things. Uh, Kirk gets humor out of these little silly things that he do. So it was nights at the bar where he's like, let me get all seven of them. And he just wanted to wear the shirt like every single day. And I'm like, no, that shirt is fucking ugly. And it has Barry Gibb's face on it. Who invited? Nobody fucking invited Barry Gibb anywhere. Nobody give a fuck about Barry Gibb. And he wants, and he thinks it's hilarious. So he wants to wear the shirt every single day. No, no. But it's comfortable, right? But it's Kirk, super comfortable. No, it's he don't care about it. he don't care shirt. about it being comfortable. He just like he just wanted all of the shirts. That's because Kirk thing. is comfortable in the uncomfortable, right? So knowing that you're uncomfortable, he's like, oh, gosh, no, he feels thinks good. that it's shit like is hilarious. And like he's like, don't tell her I can't buy shirts. And I'm like, girl, don't sell him them fucking shirts. Like, and we're gonna have a problem. Yeah, I'm over like, that bar. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, I Kirk. From your perspective, man, I'll tell you, like when I find something I like, I go 
all in. I'll buy like a lot of it. Right. Right. Not so Greenberry like, Gibbs shirts. No. <laughs> well, check this out. So I found some shoes the other day. I showed you those pink shoes I like. Mm -hmm. Right. So I bought five pairs. Right. <laughs> and they're stacked up because they're so comfortable. Right. And they're pink, which is cool. But yeah. like it's like that sort of I'm I'm all about buying in both the things that you like. Cause it's so hard to find things that fit you. And that's why you guys yeah. are friends. You never know. You never <laughs> know if you're going to get it again. You brother. I'm just saying if Barry Gibb fits that chest, then I'm all about you. Plus you always have like a BG close to your heart. Right. Yeah. So you always do feel like it. <laughs> right. Yeah. How deep is my yeah. love? It's this. Yeah, deep, exactly. you know? <laughs> so, you you know, you're just Saturday night fever all over, dude. You just that's got right. it. Like you just, strut i'm good with that yeah it's just more like more things i have to throw in the garbage and it's like if we don't buy them then but we you don't, don't have, have to them. throw it away you don't have <laughs> to throw it away you know but the, the two the, the two that i have they are pretty worn out so i i'm, I'm gonna have to go to the snug pretty you quick see what something. i'm saying he's like already and plotting going and he was trying to call the girl when a bar was closed to see if she could sneak in and sell him no yeah shirts. i said we're planning yeah. a heist you know it's gonna be you know inception of barry gibbs shirts you know? right that's <laughs> i want to you got to text me a picture of this too i want to see this thing yeah right i will i will yeah. all right please I'll please do i'll send you that's the awesome. pants also yeah. They have the pants also? No, I'll send you my pants also. Because oh, I, please, oh, yeah, please do. Don't I got a photo with, with, your, with, with, your, with the like, glands. Yeah. Shark yeah. Of, of, <laughs> yeah, tell, uh, tell me what it looks like. Collection? Yeah, what, what Wait, do you what? see? <laughs> yeah, what do I see? I just, it's just beauty. I see flowers. Yeah, yeah. A woman. I see a woman. Yeah. I see a woman. What else do you see? A woman. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I think uh, we're coming up close to the end of this podcast, Tom, but I definitely wanted to ask you one more question before we uh, finished up. I want to ask you what you think about the Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul fight coming up June 6th. You may be disappointed. I have uh, no input at all about. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. No input at all. No? What you think no, about I'm, Floyd I'm Mayweather coming out of retirement at 44 years old to fight this young YouTube star? Well, Mayweather's like, really like i know that name so like he's really a killer isn't he yeah he's mayweather is kicker. one of the best it's the greatest probably ever. the greatest boxer ever right now yeah never been defeated yeah, uh, i don't think undefeated. there's anything wrong with an older guy coming out of retirement and whooping some young kid's ass and showing them that like yeah you ain't all that i think there's but he's something undefeated. spectacular about that and if this kid happens to get a lucky punch and fuck him up then he just lost his undefeated reign to a child <laughs> a youtube star so you got to look at that. But I mean, listen, if that's what we we're here to test each other. Right. Like, I think that's all good. Like if this kid can come up and do it. Right. Great. It's like it'd be like if like when Jordan came out of retirement to play ball. Right. Like he came back into the game like it was he knew he could kick everyone's ass. Why wouldn't he keep playing? Right. And yeah. then once he got to the point where they were whooping him, he said, OK, I'm done. We're good. <laughs> right. And that's how it should, I think you should go as hard as you can as long as you can. Right. Like, I think that's nothing wrong with that. It's just that Floyd Mayweather got a lot to lose, and this kid has nothing to lose by what losing. Made, what, what, what made him, what made it possible for him to go undefeated and make him such a big star and make him such a legend is that he's willing to keep testing that. To hide behind that would be, that doesn't sound like the kind of man he is to me, would be my guess. He well, I can't wait. Testing. I hope his ass lose, to be honest with you. Now, that's what you get. <laughs> and you then got your old ass in there and got knocked out by this 20-something-year-old kid. That's what you get. Yeah. Sit down somewhere. Once you get a certain age, just sit down. Just stop it. He's 44? Yeah. How old's the kid? 20? 
He's in his twenties. Man. And he's a YouTube a star, good. so he's uh he looks way larger than Floyd Mayweather, that's for sure. Why is he a YouTube like like for like backyard boxing or is he like an actual No, he started boxing, but Logan Paul is like this phenomenon on YouTube. He's like super rich off just YouTube videos. He was the kid who got uh in trouble for recording videos in Suicide Forest and he recorded like a guy hanging in Suicide Forest and uh Oh yeah, I think I know of that video. Yeah, that's the kid. That's the kid, and now he's got to box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he is a fighter. Well, he boxes. I don't know if he, he's like he. Not. So during the pandemic, there was there was like a little. He fought some basketball player, and he won. It, it was kind of like just like an entertainment. Like Snoop Dogg was doing commentary for it. Like, yeah, it was like just, an exhibition. Yeah, type it was, thing. Okay, yeah. gotcha. It, yeah, it yeah. was it was whenever uh, Tyson fought, uh, refought fought somebody i can't remember who what, what was going that on that was but, just a little while ago yeah, yeah it yeah. was that and then that was his first fight and then he won and then he, there was another one recently and then he won that one too and they're like oh my god he's the greatest thing ever and give floyd mayweather on him yeah and then his brother his, his brother like stole floyd's hat at like a weigh-in or something i don't know what it was like a, yeah it took floyd's hat and then ran around yeah <laughs> and so now he's not allowed to be at the fight you know so because they're youtube stars they're yeah. just doing the shit for clicks and likes like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And they, they kind of, yeah, exactly. And they kind of had a bad re- reputation. I think they're kind of like a love-hate, like peop- the public either likes them or they don't. So Or don't know them. Yeah, or Maybe don't I'm know them. the only them. guy who doesn't know them. Yeah, yeah right? right. Yeah, you're probably the only guy who doesn't know them. I'm sorry. I'm terrible. <laughs> and trying to follow that. But it was yeah. very nice uh, meeting you, Tom, and talking to you. Yeah, Definitely. likewise. Thank you for having me on. You guys look great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No sweat. <laughs> no That's sweat. a good color for sweat, by the way. This is the best, right? If <laughs> yeah. I can get some pants that look like this, gold. I mean, it actually right? <laughs> adds to it if you sweat. It doesn't fully blossom until you sweat. That's it, right. So. I think there's some coffee on here from today. You know, I <laughs> truth be told, I used I had a just a mondo beard. It was great. You know, and something happened whenever I trimmed it off where like I'll take a drink of something and some some fluids will just come down the just side come of my, down your face yeah, like this. where the hair used to kind of you know soak it up and kind of oh it, but God. now now it was a seal yeah yeah, this yeah, great yeah, seal. yeah i just kind of covered it up but now it just drips down in my shirt and you know i'm like okay it's tie-dye it's okay just kind of threw food <laughs> at your face and let it yeah yeah, yeah. the ziti <laughs> you know i'm telling you the cheese if you got extra cheese on your ziti it sticks anywhere you put it oh man yeah carmen it was a pleasure meeting you yeah Kirk, absolutely always good always thanks good. for having me on guys yeah. Love the show. Awesome. Yeah, yeah cool. Right. Well, um, thank you to everyone who listened. If you have any questions or suggestions, please go to sweetgravypod at gmail.com and also check us out on YouTube and every other streaming service. And thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>